Thank you for listening to the Football Index Club daily podcast. This is a podcast designed to provide you with a brief summary of what is going on in the Football Index stock market every single day. Hello and welcome to episode 118 of the Football Index Club daily podcast. Today, I'm actually going to start this podcast with a quote that I've just read from The Value Investor by Benjamin Graham. Today's investor is so concerned with anticipating the future that he is already paying handsomely for it in advance. Thus, what he has projected with so much study and care may actually happen and still not bring him any profit. If it should fail to materialise to the degree expected, he may in fact be faced with a serious, temporary and perhaps even permanent loss. So, Football Index is a football stock market. It does share many similarities to the real stock market but of course it is betting and it is licensed by the gambling commission but i do think this quote which is in a book about actual investing rings true to our purchases on football index too and basically the general message there is that we can get so caught up in anticipating a player's future match day and media dividend returns in the future. And that can lead to the speculation and the demand for that player really driving their price up to what can become a very high price without that player actually proving in the past that they can necessarily earn those dividends or just going to a point where even though they have earned dividends in the past, they are still overpriced relative to their potential to earn dividends in the future and continue to rise. So this can definitely happen on Football Index. I've seen it with so many players um, over the years and people will often speak about and write about players on Twitter and other social media platforms saying this player is going to return so much in dividends in the future. Why on earth is he not this price? and start saying that players should be a different price and that they are worth um, a lot more than their current price. But what a lot of these arguments fail to mention is that their price is often already built up on these assumptions. And with so many other traders already assuming that the player will return more in the future, often their price will already reflect that. And there may actually be less room for growth than many traders expect once that player does start to actually return those dividends as that expectation and anticipation has already been built into their price. Now, there is some players which, of course, will continue to rise. And I think that expectation and what that leads to, which is ultimately the demand and the price increases in many players, especially young players who do have the potential to earn match their dividends, it is very logical to some extent, because the platform is going to grow. And so you would expect those players to rise in price in the future. But it is worth bearing this all in mind and knowing that a lot of these players already have that expectation of future dividend returns built into their price. And if that does fail to materialise, like Benjamin Graham says, then we will perhaps be left with a temporary or even permanent loss in that player's value and actually lose out, never being able to sell that player for profit and 
um, just losing our money, basically, which none of us really want. So I think that's a very interesting quote. Um, so I just thought I'd share that with you all to start this podcast off. But as as I've said that, and uh, with that being said, I do still think a lot of the players who have risen in huge amounts and are at high prices may well continue to rise in the future. But it really is worth weighing up how much further that player's price is going to rise and how that relates to their future dividend returns because we don't want to get left holding on to players whose price are so high. And then once they start earning dividends, they actually don't rise any further because everyone's already expected that and maybe they even drop. Um, or worst case scenario, they don't even earn those expected dividends and then they almost certainly will drop in price, especially if they have risen a huge amount. Um, but anyway, getting into a few rises and falls on the football index stock market today, there's not really a lot going on. Christian Pulisic is up 15p to £2.67. And that's an interesting one for me personally, as he's a player that I've really debated buying into lately. And that's one that I feel like I've really messed up because I'd seen him there a few weeks ago and I was really tempted to buy him. And I just, I didn't buy him. I think the reason was he'd already risen like 10 or 20p. And as I've always said in these podcasts, I'm so conservative about players who have already risen. And I find it hard to buy into them once they have already risen. And I think that may just be due to a personal bias where I've maybe been left with a loss on a player. Well, I've never actually really been lost, been uh, left with a loss on a player, but maybe um, when I've highlighted a player on the site and then they've risen, uh, after they've already risen and then they may drop afterwards, I'm always just a bit overly cautious. So that's something I need to work on because Christian Pulisic even after him rising 10 or 20 period of a week, he still was actually pretty good value. And so as much as I say, be cautious about buying players after they've risen, that's not always the most important thing to consider. You really should just be looking at, right, this player's price regardless of their rise or fall and how that relates to what you expect them to do in the future and if they will continue to rise. And as the overall thing that I've said in this podcast many a time is quality young players are likely to rise in the future. Um, so Pulisic has continued to rise. It doesn't really look like there's been any solid reasoning for that, but I think another thing why he may have risen is because, well, he's returning from injury, and so when he starts playing for Chelsea again, he could do well, and he was doing well for them before his injury, and also he was at quite a high price before that injury as well. And he's not even back up there yet. In December, he was at £2.91 and he actually dropped all the way down to £2.25. And that's when I was looking at him and now he's up to £2.67. So, yeah, I kind of messed that one up. But, oh, well, um, I'm sure there'll be plenty of other opportunities out there. And, yeah, overall, I do think he's a good player. I think he's got a lot of potential with Chelsea and he's a player who can grab the attention of traders if he does have a few good games because he's very young, he's American, he's a winger, he can get goals and assists. So if he does have a few good games when he's back, then he could certainly rocket in price, um, especially playing in the Premier League because so many people will be watching players in the Premier League. And I think young wingers, attacking midfielders, even forwards, who play for strong Premier League clubs and are particularly young, then if they have a few good games, they could really take off Another similar player, although I don't think he's... Well, he's not as... 
I think playing for Leicester doesn't really help him because they're not as big a media team. They don't really have as many fans as teams like Chelsea, Man United, Liverpool. Um, of course, Chelsea uh, don't have as many fans as Liverpool, Man U either, I don't think. But the point is Leicester don't really gain as much media attention. And so their players are maybe less likely to rise because they're less likely to earn media dividends. Um, whereas I think Christian Pulisic has actually earned media dividends in the past. But one player that I was considering was Harvey Barnes because he looked really good before this break as well. He actually got two goals against Villa and hit a pretty decent PB score there. So that's another player who, if he does come back and uh, when football's back, what I mean is uh, if he plays well and gains even more attention, he could really rise in price, especially being young and English. And he's a winger who can get goals and assists. So I think those players may do really well once football returns because we've had so many new traders join us. And I say that because I um, have to accept, well, I don't have to, it's a, it's a pleasure to do, but I run the Football Index, um, one of the Football Index groups on Facebook, and I've honestly had an enormous amount of people request to join that group over the last few weeks, just as many as I was receiving in January when we had thousands of traders join every day. And so I don't really know the exact figures, but I wouldn't be surprised if we are getting towards a 1,000 traders join us every day at the minute as well. Um, and we have seen the footy rise lows over the last few weeks, and that's partly why as well is there is loads of people joining Football Index at the minute, which is really nice to see. And that's why a lot of players have risen. But those traders, they've not experienced a match day yet. And so that's why I think some of the more exciting players who maybe stand out whilst everyone's at home watching the football, I think some of those exciting players could really take off in price due to those more casual, newer traders. And hopefully a few new traders are even listening to this. Um, if you are and you have any questions or any ideas on what I could talk about in these blogs, from my experience trading, let me know as well as I'd always like to do whatever I can really to help anyone out, um, just as I've been on here quite a while now. But anyway, some other rises then. That's the main one. Christian Pulisic up 15p to £2.67. Harvey Elliott's up 5p. Ronaldo's up 4p. Kulusevsky's up 4p. On the decrease list, Neymar's down 6p. Kane's down 5p. Rashford's down 4p. Just players who have risen quite substantial amounts in recent weeks. And the trend towards media players is sort of wearing off a little bit as well, even though the five payouts are going to continue until the end of May. And then on the squad list, Mohamed Samarkan is up 9p. And I did see that he'd been linked to a team lately. I'm just going to check who that was. Uh, Tottenham ramp up interest in signing £13 million Everton target. So that's one thing, is uh, Tottenham are now interested in him as well as Everton. And so he's risen quite a substantial amount. Mario Rue is up 6p as well to 68p. William is up 5p to £1.23. Pasilic up 4p to £1.22. Michael Tomic is up 4p to 29p. And that Michael Tomic is another one who uh, I've researched a lot in the past as he was a really young player. He's 21 now and he's a Slovak defender um, playing in the Slovakian league. No idea why he's actually increased in price now, to be honest. Um, but yeah, that's about it for today. Not really too much going on. Hopefully this episode has still been useful and interesting to anyone who is listening. And if anyone does have any questions, as I say, get in touch. I'd love to talk about anything which people may be interested in or do some research and go into some more analysis on anything which people are maybe interested in. So just let me know. It's at the Index Club on Twitter. 
And as always, thank you very much for listening. And I hope you have a great rest of your week as well.